Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Through all history, the stupendous question that has hung unresolved over every era is why do humans have such an unstoppable propensity for evil? As a Christian, I accept a biblical description of the introduction of sin into the world, although the information in the book of Genesis is by no means a complete explanation. There have been many a controversy about the old story, and it is not my purpose to address them, but let's look at the things we can surely learn from the serpent slither. The basic story is that the primordial couple were put in a pristine environment with but one restriction, that they were not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Into this paradise came an evil being, large and unexplained, to tempt him into violating that command. Eve succumbed, Adam followed, thus plunging the race into the whole sinful mystery that has plagued the whole world since that fateful day. Genesis 3, But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Here is the presenting of inducement to evil, and it foreshadows the manner in which it has since been presented to all who have followed the original pair. The law to which Adam is to be obedient is in the simplest form. There is restriction. Thou shalt not is the first form of law. Also, the concept of duty is present. With deep truth, the story shows that the first suggestion of disobedience came from without, for there was nothing in these originally holy ancestors to foster temptation. The thought that it was imported from another sphere of being suggests that it is foreign to true manhood and that, if brought in from without, it may be cast out again. And the temptation had a personal source. There are beings who desire to draw people away from God. The serpent, by its poison and its repulsive form, is a natural symbol of this enemy. The slyness of the suggestions of evil is like the sinuous gliding of the snake and fittingly represents the process by which temptation found its way into the hearts of the first pair and from them to all of us. For it begins with casting a doubt on the reality of the prohibition. Hath God said is the first point of the besiegers attack. The fascinations of the forbidden fruit are not dangled at first before Eve, but an apparently innocent doubt is whispered into her ear. Is not that the way in which we are all still snared? The reality of moral distinctions, the essential wrongness of sin, is hidden by a mist of sophistication. There is no harm in it, steals into some young person's mind about things the Bible forbids, and they're half conquered before they know they have been attacked. Then comes the next trench dug by the deceiver, much nearer the fortress wall, namely the denial of the fatal consequences. Ye shall not die and a base hint that the prohibition was meant not as a safety rail to keep from falling into the abyss, but as a barrier to keep from rising to a great good. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. These are still the two cunning lies which lure us to sin. It will do no harm, and you are cheating yourselves out of good by not doing it. Then comes the yielding. As long as the law was undoubted and the fatal results certain, the fascinations of the forbidden thing were not felt. But once Satan tampered with these, Eve saw that the tree was good for food and a delight to the eyes. So it is still. 
So long as God's thou shalt not, lest thou die, rings in the ears. The eyes see little beauty in the play pretties that sing and beckon. The once set awful voices deaden. They charm, they allure, they dance to the dreams of the tempted spirit. Well should we pray, lead us not into temptation. Jesus faced the same devil, and from that contest gained power to give us to rise above his web. We are very blessed that it is so that we have the opportunity, when faced with similar choices that Eve had before her, to choose to walk with our Lord instead and still save ourselves from the hideous damage of sin. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.